a woman's face with nature's own hand painted, hast thou the master mistress of my passion, a woman's gentle heart, but not acquainted with shifting change as is false women's fashion. An eye more bright than theirs, less false in rolling, gilding the object whereupon it gazeth, a man in hue all hues in his controlling, which steals men's eyes and women's souls amazeth. And for a woman wert thou first created, till nature, as she wrought thee, fell a-doting, and by addition me of thee defeated, by adding one thing to my purpose, nothing. But since she pricked thee out for a woman's pleasure, mine be thy love, and thy love's use their treasure. Against that time, if ever that time come, when I shall see thee frown on my defects, when as thy love hath cast his utmost sum, called to that audit by advised respects, against that time when thou shalt strangely pass and scarcely greet me with that sun thine eye, when love, converted from the thing it was, shall reasons find of settled gravity. Against that time do I ensconce me here, within the knowledge of mine own desert, and this my hand against myself uprear to guard the lawful reasons on thy part. To leave poor me, thou hast the strength of laws. Since why to love, I can allege no cause. Against my love shall be as I am now, with time's injurious hand crushed and overworn. When hours have drained his blood and filled his brow with lines and wrinkles, when his youthful morn has traveled on to age's steepy night, and all those beauties whereof now he's king are vanishing, or vanished out of sight, stealing away the treasure of his spring. For such a time do I now fortify against confounding age's cruel knife, that he shall never cut from memory my sweet love's beauty, though my lover's life. His beauty shall in these black lines be seen, and they shall live, and he in them still green. Ah, wherefore with infection should he live, and with his presence grace and piety, that sin by him advantage should achieve, and lace itself with his society? Why should false painting imitate his cheek and steal dead seeming of his living hue? Why should poor beauty indirectly seek roses of shadow, since his rose is true? Why should he live now nature bankrupt is? Beggar to blood to blush through lively veins. For she hath no exchequer now but his, And proud of many lives upon his gains. Oh, him she stores to show what wealth she had In days long since, before these last. So bad.
Alack, what poverty my muse brings forth, that having such a scope to show her pride, the argument all bear is of more worth than when it hath my added praise beside. Oh, blame me not if I no more can write. Look in your glass, and there appears a face that overgoes my blunt invention quite, dulling my lines and doing me disgrace. Were it not sinful, then, striving to mend, to mar the subject that before was well? For to no other pass my verses tend than of your graces and your gifts to tell. And more, much more than in my verse can sit, your own glass shows you when you look in it. Accuse me thus, as I have scanted all, wherein I should your great deserts repay. Forgot upon your dearest love to call, where two old bonds do tie me day by day, that I have frequent been with unknown minds, and given to time your own dear purchased right, that I have hoisted sail to all the winds which should transport me farthest from your sight. Book both my willfulness and errors down, and on just proof surmise, accumulate. Bring me within the level of your frown, but shoot not at me in your wakened hate, since my appeal says I did strive to prove the constancy and virtue of your love. The Sonnets, Part 4 Featuring the voice talents of Lynn Cullen, performing Sonnet 20, Jason Wallace, performing Sonnet 49, Jill Wenzel, performing Sonnet 63, Seth Adam Scher, performing Sonnet 67, Karen Kaler, performing Sonnet 103, Vincent Morrison, performing Sonnet 117. Written by William Shakespeare, adapted for audio by Colin Kelly and Catherine Pride. Script analysis and dramaturgy by Catherine Pride. Directed by Colin Kelly. Music by Kevin McLeod and the Misopian Symphony Orchestra. Shakespeare theme by Pavel Zuk of pavelzuk.com. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2013, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit pendantaudio.com. Thanks for listening.